This is your wake up call. Charlemagne the God. The realest show on the planet. This is why I respect this show because this is a voice to society. Changing the game. You guys are the, the coveted morning show, but y'all earn that. Impacting the culture. They wake up in the morning and they, they want to hear that breakfast club. The world's most dangerous morning show. Being a mother, being a. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ Amby. Charlemagne the guy. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. Yes, it's Wednesday, hump day with middle of the week. And it's National Hot Dog Day. Oh, you Ew, want a hot dog? What does that mean? For anybody out there that deserves, you want a hot dog? Likes a good hot dog. I do enjoy a good hot dog if it's all beef. Uh, all turkey, all beef, with a little bit of chili, yellow you know buns. I like my brown buns roasted, okay. toasted a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't like hot dogs? No, I probably haven't had a hot dog in like five years. Wow. I could, and that I, was only turkey franks when I used to eat them. I, may, I love them, turkey franks. I don't eat or beef. hot dogs at all anymore. I could serve you up a hot dog, bro. You know what's crazy? Um, <laughs> this radio station, Breakfast Club, it really needed to do better because what there's, do you mean? there's other morning shows, you know, like uh, Elvis Duran morning show. On a day like National Hot Dog Day, they would have a whole bunch of hot dogs. Nathan's would be over there. That, that is correct. You know what I mean? So raggy ass morning show. We could change that. How? You want a hot dog? Man, shut up. You a married I'm man. Serious. You got a whole family. They got hot right. dogs at the store. We can you order some son. hot dogs. <laughs> All right. My son already think me and you are sus oh, anyway. You the one offering me hot dogs. I'm and from the no, store. Where you no hot dog stand up here. You ain't Oscar Mayer. Downstairs. And you don't know what I have. <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> you know what? I'm not messing with you this morning. Uh, you play right. too much. Oh, I play too yes, much. Yes, you do. Okay. Well, Kathy Griffin will be joining us this morning. Speaking of playing too much. <laughs> yeah, speaking of playing too much. Mm -hmm. You know, she's back. Mm -hmm. she, she came here, uh, was that this year or last year? Last year, right? Last year, I believe, right? That was last year. Yeah. After her uh, whole debacle where she... Uh, did a picture that looked like Donald Trump's severed, bleeding head, and she was holding it up. Yeah, she got a lot of trouble for that. It was a mask with ketchup on it. Yeah, and I mean, we say that, but we know what it was. It was a depiction what? of the president's severed head. If it was Barack Obama, we wouldn't be saying it was just a mask with ketchup on it. it was, she was trying to depict a severed head of the president. Correct, and she got a lot of trouble for that. Yes, and now she got a movie coming out. Is it a movie, a documentary? What is, what is it? Is yeah, it's a documentary. Yeah. So documentary. part of it is stand-up, but the other part of it is her going on the road in Europe and documenting what that was like right. for her behind the scenes and how stressful it was getting stopped everywhere. She was going on the planes, getting detained for 10 hours, things like that. Basically, she showed us what happens when you threaten the life of a sitting president. Oh. But then <laughs> yeah, she does show the stand-up. Yes. Did you, did you guys get your tickets for Lion King yet? No. No. Uh -uh. Did you? I don't know. You better you go see the I original. Didn't. You better go see the original first. No, I'm gonna go see this first. No, see the original first. To I'm me, getting my tickets is, right to now me, to this go is see the Lion original. King. They're saying it's supposed to be sold out everywhere the first week, and so I'm gonna try to get some tickets now. Order for my daughters. My daughters are so excited for this movie, like super duper excited. Like they know the date, and they don't know the dates of anything. My two year old is like Friday Lion King, and I'm like, okay. have they seen the original Lion King yet? Yes, they have. Okay. Yeah, we are also went on Broadway too. Showed on the Broadway. You're play. not allowed to see the live action version of Lion King if you have not seen the original animated version. Well, I'm gonna go see the live action. I haven't seen the original. All right. And that's how it's gonna start off. All right, doing yourself a disservice. But let's get Very the show cracking. So. Front page news. What are we talking about? Well, Bill Gates was the world's second richest person. Find out who actually just took his spot. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Get 
lies all the time. This ain't no surprise. Every other night, another movie can make. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. What are we talking about, Yee? Where are we starting? Well, let's start off talking about Eric Garner and the New York Police Department, the officer who was accused of fatally choking Eric Garner. They have made the decision not to bring federal civil rights charges against the NYPD officer, Daniel Pantaleo. Now, of course, this caused an outrage, and you can hear Eric Garner, uh, you can hear his mom, Gwen Carr, speaking. Five years ago, my son said, I can't breathe 11 times. And today we can't breathe because they have let us down. We have been on the forefront. We have followed it up. We had to go. We had to fight. This is not an easy fight, but we kept on pushing. And make no mistake about it, we're going to still push. And we're asking the commissioner to make the right decision. Officer Pandaleo and all the officers who was involved in my son's death that day need to be off the force. Mm-mm-mm. Now, Eric Garner's so daughter, Emerald Garner, also spoke at a press conference after these this recent news. And I'm going to be standing outside every f-ing day until you fire him. Y'all watched him kill my father for five years by continuously playing the video. In the courtroom, playing the video. Discounting the fact that this man choked my father outside on the street. Choked him with no remorse. Dragged my father's name through the mud. But he was killed on the streets. And this cut is still higher. Why? Because if Eric Garner would have fought back, he would have been in a f-ing jail cell. Yeah, and I, I don't understand that. They said it was an illegal chokehold, correct? Well, they're saying that the attempted techniques were <sighs> not chokeholds and that Pantaleo transitioned in and out of a choke. I don't know. It's so crazy. I thought they said it was an illegal chokehold, and if it's a legal chokehold, he needs to be fired. Yeah, I just don't understand when they say things like there was not enough evidence when we all watched the video. He said I can't breathe. Like, we literally all watched the video. I do wonder how the Garner family feels about uh, President Obama, Eric Holder, and Loretta Lynch, because they all said they would make sure this case was closed, you know, before they got out of the White House, but they didn't keep that promise. Like, they could have made a decision on this a long time ago, and they chose not to after they told the families they would. So I wonder how they feel about about that, how the Garner family feels about that. All right, and El Chapo is facing his life sentence today. He'll appear in court in Brooklyn, and the judge is expected to sentence him to life behind bars. So just letting you guys know if you're going to be uh, in that area. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of press out there. You don't think you're going to try one last one? Like, he, the man escaped twice. He got millions and millions of dollars. I'm, st- I'm sure tucked away somewhere, probably billions. You don't think he's going to try something one last time? This is his last day in court. You don't think he's going to try something, wiggle something? Well, I think they're going to try to appeal mm. also. And they said at least one victim, um, a woman that he allegedly tried to have killed, is expected to address the judge before he hands down his ruling today also. So listen, if you're not busy and you want to go so- show some support for El Chapo, Let's pull up in Brooklyn. Who would do that? <laughs> no, I'll pass. All right, now let's talk about Bill Gates. He is no longer the world's second richest person. So this is the first time since they've started this whole uh, Bloomberg list and the Bloomberg Billionaires Index that he hasn't had that spot. That index was created seven years ago. So the second richest person is Bernard Arnault. He's a French billionaire. He has a net worth of around $108 billion. What do you do? While Bill Gates is worth about $107 billion. What does he do? He is the person... 
Yeah, LVMH. I figured that. What is LVMH? Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. Okay. So that is a company that owns Louis Vuitton, Christian Dior, Givenchy, uh, Dom Perignon, Sephora, all of that. So he's the person that actually runs that. So that's the guy we make rich when we drink. Well, I don't drink Hennessy, but when people are drinking all that Hennessy, that's the, that's what they making rich, basically. Or oh, we're, oh, we're well, Louis, Louis Vuitton. Or if you shop at Sephora. Gotcha. If you drink champagne, Dom Perignon, Moet, any of that. Well, congratulations to him. All right, Jeff Bezos still holds that top spot, though. Okay. FYI. Even oh, after right. giving his wife half? I mean, on this Bloomberg list, they still have him at number one. Wow. $125 billion. All right. Oh, yeah, well, I think he had to bust that down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did have to buzz yeah. it. Up. So they might have did this list before that. But. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Get It Off Your Chest is next. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, hit us up right now. Maybe you had a bad night, a bad morning. Or maybe you feel positive and you want to spread some positivity. Whatever it may be, phone lines are wide open. You can vent 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Child support God. Child support God? Uh, yeah, uh, words matter, sir. You might want to change the energy around you. I don't think you want to be known as the child support God. Yeah, I want to be known as the child support God. No okay. baby mama wants to get me, nor my congregation shall prosper. All right. Well, what you want to get off your chest, bro? Man, I just want to get off my chest that, you know, feminism is getting way out of hand. Oh, and, you know, like, all of these young black males getting put on child support by these women. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a plan, man. They, they, they executing it well because I can't get enough of black women. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just cannot understand why child support is so damn serious. And ain't nobody talking about what? it. You're talking about people getting killed. You're talking about this, you're talking about... Nobody talks about child support. That got to be a cash cow because they're, they're making abortion, uh, 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 illegal, and all of that, man. So you think that child support goes hand-in-hand hand with feminism? Kind of. 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 Like, as far as her being with the child and raising the child? No, as far as her having sex with an ain't crap dude, that's what. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe you he's should watch me. who you he's have sex with. He's using reverse psychology yeah, on you. You're falling you for have it. Sex with. Yeah, he's hurting me. Let him go. He's using reverse psychology on you. I'm not going to lie. I was watching Black Ink Chicago you have a great one, bro. last night, and I was so sad when I saw uh, one of the, the women on the show. She has a daughter. And the father has never come to see the daughter, and he said he was going to come this particular day. The daughter was all excited. I think she's like two years old. She was so excited to meet her daddy, and then he just didn't show up and sent his sister instead. And she looked, the little girl was so sad. She was depressed. She was laying, putting her head down, looked like she was about to cry. I seen that on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that, you know, you got to really treat the science of breeding like a real science. Like, a lot of us treat it like you're in the back of a moving pickup truck rolling dice. No, you really have to know who you're laying down with. Men and women. Hello, who's this? This Chandler from Columbus, Ohio. Good morning. How y'all doing? What's up, bro? What's going on? Get it off your chest. Well, first off, Angela, you don't go see Lion King before you go see the original. You can't. Why? Do that. Why? I think you're about to cry. I agree with him. <laughs> it's just, you just can't. And then two, 
what I'm mad about, man, is some Mexican hit my car, like Lil Fender Bender, back into about two months ago. Took us a month to get his info because he acted like he didn't play English. So I took my car to the uh, collision shop. It's been in the shop for about six weeks. Whoa. I hit him up every other day, and it's just an excuse. It's an excuse. Oh, we can't. We still got to do this. Still got to do that. So I want to pull up and go off on him today. But then again, <laughs> it could take longer. Yeah, maybe you should have changed the auto body shop. How did you find that auto body shop, bro? They kept blowing me up and just was selling me drinks. Well, that's that's the problem. You should have went. Well, you're not in New York area, but if you was in New York, should have went to No Limit. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, it's all good, though. Good That's luck, though. crazy. Appreciate it. And he sound like he about to cry. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's up, this Phil? Hey, uh, I just want to bring up, you know, I've been listening to all the shows, the podcast, the Joe Rogan. Charlemagne, you uh, love bringing up OJ, but if you ever do his research and find out OJ didn't murder these people, I don't know why you keep throwing that narrative around. Charlemagne, you keep saying OJ is guilty? <laughs> No, That's what you keep saying, Charlamagne? It's 2019, and there's people that think OJ is innocent. Oh, all right. Yeah, do your research. Please get F. Lee Bailey up there before he passes. He just dropped a book, too. So, Phil, uh, what's the book about how OJ didn't do it? Uh, Yeah, it, it just breaks down. OJ, it was, it was impossible for him to murder two people in 20 minutes. So, Phil. And I don't know where they running with that narrative. What's up? OJ, Charlamagne keeps saying OJ is, is, is guilty? Why is this the topic of yes, conversation? On every show. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. He the brilliant idiot. He loves throwing OJ around. I'm like, this fool is crazy. OJ didn't do it. No <laughs> doubt. OJ made a tweet and then find out, oh, my God, I gave him duck the other day. He didn't do that. It's you easy to fool you. What do you say, Charlemagne? God, I mean, if that's what he feels, if he feels like OJ didn't do it, I'm, yeah, about to, I'm not about to go back and forth with this. <laughs> well, Phil, you have a good one, all right? All right, go. Jeez. Uh, Hello, who's this? Yo, Big Chocolate. What oh, up, my goodness. Yo, I, oh, wait, wait. I'm going to make it quick. I got to tell you that the video is up and running. If you Google YouTube TV, Big Chocolate, you'll see the Snoop Dogg thing and me talking about your breakfast club. Y'all will love it. Okay, I'm going. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, man, I love when you just come and go. Bye. <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Ariel. Hey, Ariel. Get it off your chest, mama. Okay, so listen, I got a couple of things. Okay, so first, I'm in school for digital media productions, and I graduate next year, and I would love to intern for you guys. Okay. Are you still in school? Okay. You'll still be in school? Well, well I'll, I'm graduating next year. Well, you better hurry up and get that internship in before you graduate, because after you graduate, you can't be an intern, which I think is a whack, a whack, whack uh, strategy. I but, think so too. I don't. Cause I, I, think I whack, but it's okay. Yeah, because I wasn't. I figured in, I, out a, you figured out yeah. what? I figured out another way you guys can help me though too. Okay, how can we help you? If it involves a GoFundMe, okay. keep it to yourself. No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. I'm okay. out here working. So, okay, Charlamagne, don't make fun of me, but I got bars. I really do. I oh, do. God. I'm the and I want you to hear me. I promise you. Okay, I go ahead, but don't curse. Go. Get my fart ready, drum. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You said you said go. Go. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a queen. You a dirty little peasant. Touch my king. God damn, this is testing. Better think twice before you run up. Hotty boys life get you messed up. Hey, I'm a queen. You a dirty little peasant. 
Touch my king, God's there, be successful. Better think twice before you run up. Hardy boy's life gets you messed up, ayy. Too pretty, never stress about a man who can got a couple bands, who can come up with some plans, trying to make this love last like the old love. I ain't like the last girl on that whole love. Oh, I'm a queen, you a dirty little peasant. Touch my king, God's there, be I'm sorry, it's not, it's got a lot of cuss words in it. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't bad, but I wouldn't quit my day job, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't like, I wouldn't like put that as a thing, like I'm gonna be a rapper okay, one day. I'm going to call you every day because I remember the number. I'm yeah, passionate. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm going to call you every day. We yeah. said the number all the time. Yeah, you, didn't get, you, didn't get the you didn't get the farts, but you weren't, like, you weren't bad, but I mean, like, you know, you I wouldn't pursue great. this as a career. Have a good one, though. You. Hello, who's this? Yo, good morning. It's Jermaine out of Atlanta. How y'all doing this morning? Jermaine, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Uh, it was a question online that was posed yesterday, and I wanted to run it by you guys and see what y'all thought. In reference to businesses... Speaking about support and the word support and that being like a charitable, having a charitable kind of connotation to it when reality is you're providing a good and service for a need that somebody has. So like why does the connotation support have to be attached to specifically black owned businesses like the, the phrase support black owned business and you don't really hear that hear it like that in other communities but that that was a question that was just posed online and i was just wondering what you guys thoughts on that like the word support being like the connotation of it being like it's a charity like i don't i don't look at the word support as charity i look at it as somebody's providing a service so make sure you go and when if you can spend your money there instead of somewhere else go and support that business so you don't like the term black owned business well i mean it's not me personally. It was just a conversation. I want people to come support you know, my I'm business. Wondering what y'all thought. Like for example, Envy. Like if you sell houses or whatever. Like you got a house for sale. I'm buying a house. I'm not supporting you per se. I'm I'm trying to get a house. So like you just happen to have the house I want. I, I don't so, sell. Like, um, I, like, I don't I, sell houses though. But I get what you're saying. But I I, I don't yeah, see what's 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 wrong with supporting. Yeah, black we have a businesses. juice bar in Brooklyn. I love when people come out and support the juice. But that's bar. the same conversation we was having with. Oh, I was having with Dapper Dan the other day. If I see somebody that's black and they have the same type quality product and it, it's something that I'm interested in, I'm gonna support them be, because they're black and because the product is good. I got you. Okay, I was just I was, again. I was just posing that question. I don't really feel one way or the other about it. But okay. this is bombay vodka. Support that, guys, please. <laughs> That's the, it's the That's truth. Thank you, man. There's somebody yeah. somewhere right now in line at Chick-fil-A about to order them a number one with egg and cheese and some hash browns, and they're supporting Chick-fil-A. Right. It is what it is. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. Yee, we got rumors on the way? Well, let's talk about support, and we'll talk about the Emmy nominations. We'll tell you about Beyonce and Ava DuVernay and their own personal uh, support that they got that led them down this road. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV <laughs> Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. What's happening? Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Beyonce. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo, yo. Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Well, get ready, because Beyonce's Lion King soundtrack comes out. I know you guys are excited for that on Friday. Uh, I like it because it looks like it's going to be very uh, Afro beast fueled. Yes, yeah, so you can see some of the guests on there. Kendrick Lamar, Childish Gambino, Tierra Wack, of course, Jay-Z's on the album also. I know you guys are excited to hear it. Just, a lot of uh, African Jesse Reyes. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. Uh, Burner Boy's on there. Mm-hmm. So uh, you guys should check that out. Here's what Beyonce had to say about the gift. 
This soundtrack is a love letter to Africa, and I wanted to make sure we found the best talent from Africa, not just you know, used some of the sounds and did my interpretation of it. I wanted it to be authentic. A lot of the drums, the chants, all of these incredible new sounds mixed with some of the producers from America, we've kind of created our own genre. And I feel like the soundtrack, it becomes visual in your mind because each song tells the story of the film. Uh, I hope that the whole live actionness of the movie The Lion King doesn't take away from the story because The Lion King has an incredible story. It does. It's actually the story of uh, the, the black man living in Western civilization. But I hope that doesn't take away from... Um, I don't think it will. I hope the live action well, doesn't take away from Well, if you never saw the original, that. it wouldn't really matter. So that's going to be even better. Well, that's only you. <laughs> Very There's few other people, people yeah. that actually hit me up on Twitter and said they too have not seen the original. Well, they too have not And we not stand lived. together. Mm -mm. All right, now let's talk about Beyonce some more. She has set her personal Emmy nominations best. She has six nominations for Homecoming. So congratulations to Beyonce. She's in the following categories. Outstanding Variety Special pre-recorded, Outstanding Writing for a Variety Special. Outstanding Production Design for a Variety Special. Outstanding Costumes. Outstanding Directing. Outstanding Music Direction. Does she have an Emmy already or no? Um, I doubt it. What would she have an Emmy for? Did she put out something a couple of albums? Lemonade, before? maybe. Lemonade, that that. I I mean I don't know, but I don't think she has an Emmy. Yeah, she's been nominated before, but I don't know if she won. Okay. So we'll have to check that out. But that's the most nominations uh, that she's ever gotten, and I think she got a nomination for the Super Bowl halftime show back in 2013. Okay. All right, now, Ava DuVernay, since we're talking about the Emmy nominations, she got the most nominations for Netflix. She said, thank you, Netflix, for believing in this story and letting me tell it exa the exact way I wanted. So When They See Us actually got 16 nominations. They made these uh, nomination announcements yesterday. And uh, that for Netflix came in second as far as total nominations. They had 117, while HBO had 137. And Ava's going to win a lot of those, too. Those, the 16 nominations, she's going to win a high percentage of uh, those 16. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. Yeah, so congratulations to um, Ava DuVernay. Well-deserved. All right, now let's talk about Praz from the Fugees. I don't know if you guys have been following this. It's a prize. Okay. Yes, Praz from the Fugees. So he's been in court. He's asking a judge to lower his monthly child support payments. Right now it's at $4,800. Uh, and according to his lawyer, he's doing everything that he can to reinvent himself so that he's able to pay money for this child and also to just do... Uh, whatever he has to do to reinvent himself because of all the legal trouble that he's had recently. Now, did you know he has a $100 million fortune? No. I mean, I, that's not surprising. The Fuji's was a very successful group. Um, and $75 million of that has been seized, though, by the feds. Why? And $25 million his imprisoned manager has disappeared with and all of his financial statements. Well, there's some type of embezzlement thing that he's been involved with. So I don't think that money came from the Fuji's. But there was a Malaysian uh, fugitive playboy who actually was trying to get money into the United States, and he was helping to allegedly launder that money and things like that. So now he has all these legal issues. Now, what they're saying is they don't know what his income is. They said, we have no idea what the sources of his money are because he has not provided any of that. They said, how is he traveling? How did he fly to town for this appearance? How did he fly to Washington, D.C. three times in the last two months? He's a ghetto superstar. Stop worrying about how ghetto superstars get their money. He's releasing a new album. And so they're saying that it's impossible to say that he has no money and no access to money. 
So he has all kinds of uh, criminal charges against him right now. He's mm-hmm. a ghetto superstar. Stop worrying about how ghetto superstars get their money. All right? Did you know all of this? No. I did. You did? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I had no clue. As soon as you said, have you been following Proz? No, was my answer. No, nah, nah, I heard I heard the embezzlement thing and that they seized his account and he was trying to look for, for, for funds and all that, but I did hear that. That's all right. the news. Big baller brand. Okay. They're selling T-shirts now for $5. Those same T-shirts used to go for $50. And apparently, <clears throat> I guess, a lot of the gear right now when they first launched was so expensive. The sneakers were like $495. What are they now? Came out, but now you can get a bundle deal, which includes a shirt, hoodie, sneakers, and a pair of socks for $100. Oh, I'm I'm ordering them on. Oh, what's the problem? They're making the price points more affordable. Isn't that what we want? Yes. I think Absolutely. right now they have to try to rebrand and relaunch. Well, listen, when Lonzo Ball goes to New Orleans this year with uh, Zion Williamson and he balls out, y'all going to jump back on the BBB penis. Well, right now they've pulled the website down, and it looks like his sons also aren't supporting the brand for now, but maybe they have to rebrand and relaunch. And if you guys remember, there was an issue too with one of the guys that ran Big Baller Brand that was a family friend. One of the partners or something, right? Yes. So who knows what's going on behind the scenes there. We're going to tell Lonzo Ball Balls out in New Orleans. You'll see how the tide shifts. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. Okay, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, front page news, what are we talking about, Yeezy? Uh, we are going to be talking about Donald Trump. Now, he has said that many people agree with his racist tweets. And we'll tell you what else he has to say uh, right now. All right. We'll get into that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Raycon's wireless earbuds are stylish and discreet, and they sound great, too. Plus, they started at about half the price of any other premium wireless earbuds on the market. Right now, you can get 15% off your order at buyraycon.com slash yee. That's buyraycon.com slash yee. Hey, morning everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Now, we've been talking about Sadie Roberts Joseph. She was the 75-year-old founder of an African-American history museum in Baton Rouge who was found dead in the trunk of her car from asphyxiation. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like they have found who the person is. They've arrested someone for her murder. That person is Ron Germain Bell. He lived in one of her rental homes. Mm-mm-mm. Apparently, he owed her $1,200 in unpaid rent. We don't know if that's why he did it. They're still investigating. But he did, um, back in 2007, plead guilty to sexual battery of an 8-year-old girl. And authorities are still investigating what the motive is in this murder. But they said it's not being considered a hate crime. And it's not tied to her community activism as of now. So he didn't pay his rent, huh? He, he needed his ass beat. Yeah, he didn't pay his rent, and I guess he was like, I'm I'm just going to live here regardless and kill her. Like, well, that's I'm not going to jump, jump to that conclusion. Yeah, they're, they're saying they don't know if the $1,200 in unpaid rent is tied to this. They're still mm. investigating, but they're saying they don't feel that it is a hate crime because a lot of people were feeling like it was because of her activism. Mm. It was because of her um, founding this museum. I will say when you're an older uh, woman like that and you are a landlord, that's when I wish you had like a grandson or a nephew or, or a son to go collect the, the, the rent mm-hmm. money. Because you do have got pe- get people that like to get sported like that just because she's an older woman. 
All right, now let's talk about Donald Trump and his racist tweets, which, by the way, have a lot of white supremacists uh, tweeting and in support of him and very excited. They've been tweeting things like, this might be the funniest thing he's ever tweeted. This is the kind of white nationalism we elected him for. And that's exactly why I told y'all to stop wasting time talking about Donald Trump being a racist. Nobody cares. The people who voted for him in 2016 don't care, and they're going to vote for him in 2020 because they don't care. Another commenter said, it is okay for him not to want to be swamped by brown scum that clearly despise him. Invaders have stepped well out of line making demands of us, and if they don't like the way we run things, they can go the hell back. These are the ideological seeds from which actual revolutions begin. When someone with perceived authority like Trump comes along and says them, it carries weight with many people. Meanwhile, uh, all of these media outlets that keep constantly reporting that Donald Trump is a racist, y'all are preaching to the choir. You're talking to an echo chamber. We know that. But the people who voted for Trump and that's going to vote for him in 2020, they don't care. Now, the House has voted to condemn Donald Trump's racist tweets. They what is uh, voted last night. So I don't know what that's even going to mean, but I guess Nothing. it's supposed to send a message to kids that they're not agreeing oh, with them. Oh, God. <laughs> you know how cowardly that is? It's so cowardly that the House had to vote to condemn <laughs> Donald Trump's remarks. That's like voting to agree that fire is hot. Like, stop being cowards and start the impeachment proceedings. That's the only thing you weak-ass liberals should be voting for, okay? Your president is a traitor and a criminal, and you need to set a precedent that that behavior isn't acceptable from the president, period. You want to show kids a real lesson? That's how you show them a real lesson, by impeaching the president and setting a precedent that this type of behavior is not acceptable. <sighs> Some damn I mean, voting I don't, yeah. to condemn his remarks. There's a remarks. lot more things that can be done right now. <laughs> <laughs> You're voting to yeah. condemn his remarks. Hey, guys, let's vote so we can all agree that water is wet. I'm not voting for that. Hey, let's all vote so we can all agree that birds can actually fly. I'm not voting. All I'm right. not voting for that either. Jesus all right, El Christ. Chapo, he's being <laughs> sentenced today in Brooklyn. And a judge is expected to sentence him to life behind bars. So we'll see what happens there. But they said at least one victim is going to come forward and address the judge before that ruling is handed down. That woman is a woman who uh, El Chapo allegedly tried to have killed. Yeah, I would stay away, away from that area in Brooklyn today. I mean, he already I escaped know. twice. I think we should this all This is vote. his last leg. He's going to try. I, I don't see him. Why, why wouldn't he try something crazy? This is probably his last his last leg, his last stand, right? We, I, you, you don't think he wouldn't try nothing today? Of all days? I think we should all vote to see if we can condemn a Chapo behavior. Shut up, man. Because I, yeah, I don't know. I think we'd have to vote on this. Now, we discussed this earlier in Front Page News, but Bill Gates, he's no longer the world's second richest person. That person is now Bernard Arnault. He is the person that is the CEO of LVMH. That's Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy. Mm-hmm. They actually own, obviously, Louis Vuitton. Obviously, they own Moet. Obviously, they own Hennessy, Christian Dior, <laughs> Givenchy, Don Perignon, Sephora, a whole bunch of different brands. So he's now in second place. And Jeff Bezos is still number one, even after he gave money in his settlement, his divorce settlement to his ex-wife, he still is in that number one spot. He's worth $125 billion. Now, are you sure about this? Yes, I looked it up. Did we vote on this to make sure that that guy is actually number two and Jeff Bezos is number one? Yes. Okay. So that is your front page news. You know what I always want to say? When people get mad at a brand, right? And one person owns all these brands. Aren't they supposed to get mad at everyone that the brand owns? It, like, like, like even with Gucci, people mad at Gucci. But the same people that they they still wear YSL, they still wear Balenciaga, they still wear Alexander McQueen. They still wear Gucci. They still wear Gucci. It's like, how can you just be mad at one? Because you just. I mad think today? if you get mad at a brand and you demand that they take action and they do take action, then you have to follow that through and see. So if you get mad at Louis, you cannot use Sephora ever again, right? 
I didn't say that. <laughs> Guess who don't know what the hell I, you were talking you know about Sephora, just now? You know Sephora. I know Sephora, Sephora, but I don't know none of the other yes, stuff you, you just know named. You know Louis Vuitton is. But you know what I think the issue is that a lot of these brands also operate separately. They have separate Same CEOs. Owner. No, but of each company has their own CEO mm. of Louis Vuitton. Like, they're separate companies. What is this rich talk y'all having this morning? I wear none of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. You tried it one time, didn't you? No. Did you definitely you wear some St. Laurent pants. I, I wore YSL pants once and took them right back because I felt so <laughs> stupid <laughs> having on a pair of $1,600 jeans. It's such a waste of money. It's dumb as hell. It's the dumbest thing you could spend your money on, period. Then why'd you buy them? I have no idea. That is a great question. <laughs> that, is, that is a really good question. It felt good, though, when you had on no, the zippers on. No, they didn't. They felt tight. They felt tight and uncomfortable. Nope. It looked like Mike Jack. They felt tight and uncomfortable and stupid. And he brought him back. I'd much rather have that $1,600 in my pocket, but that's just me. All right. Doing nothing. Now, when we come back, Kathy Griffin <laughs> will be joining us. Comedian Kathy Griffin will kick it with her. She has a new project that's coming out. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. <laughs> morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. She's, She's back. Miss Kathy Griffin. Welcome hey, back. Hey, Kathy. Back from the What's happening? Very excited. She got a new movie out, Hell of a Story. Hell of a Story. A feature film. A feature mm-hmm. film. A docu-comedy. Yes. That's I right. so bad for you watching Did it. Did like, you watch I it? I almost teared a little oh bit. Oh, my God. Thank you. Like, they were you. really effing you up. Honey, it's raw. Yeah. It is like ugly, no makeup, Kathy crying. So the first third is straight up documentary, mm-hmm. like iPhone, and then the second two thirds are comedy concert. But it is, you know, there's a little meat on the bone. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's funny. Hopefully you'll laugh more than anything, but it tells the whole Trump story. And the doc part gets me in real time. Do you like, think this is it? Like, is this it when it comes to the Trump story, the whole seven head discussion? Do you think you got it all out? I think I got it all out, but I realize this photo will be with me the rest of my career. Well, let's just tell people, because a lot of people might not know what you did. What? Everybody she does. Knows she knows. Did did, she did that for a whole hour last time she was here. Envy, you're crazy. You sound crazy. We have a zillion new listeners. There was a picture Envy, she just told this story last year on The Breakfast Club. I know, but we had way more stations from there, just in My case. God. Now I'm going to be at the Academy Awards, probably. I'm going to yes. get a lifetime achievement, at least. <laughs> well, I do want to say, in, in, in telling what it what happened, it is a great story of resilience. Thank you. And your documentary, Thank because you. it, what it does show is that you were blacklisted. You had to go overseas. Yeah. Why was you blacklisted? Tell them why, ye. And promote yourself. It's for taking a picture. With, I took it very innocent, mm-hmm. covered by the First Amendment photo Correct. of myself holding a mask of Donald Trump. Hold on. Trump, sorry, it's hard with for me to vomit when I <laughs> say that. Um, with ketchup all over it, and then uh, the Trump folks put it in what the, I call the Trump wood chipper. Now, I will say, when I was making the documentary part, even I didn't know that the photo went global that day. Mm. So we get to show how well, it this was thing in called newspapers. The internet, That's right. <laughs> yeah, it was in fast. newspapers in every language, yeah. in Chinese, Arabic, French, everywhere. So then um, they tried to associate me with ISIS, that I had joined ISIS. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to say there are people that believe that to this day, which is very bizarre. Did your mother really think you were in the club? My mother um, watches something called Fox News. It's a little embarrassing. (laughs) And, yes, she totally took Sean Hannity's side. And she thought Um, she was in Club Al-Qaeda? She thought I was in Al-Qaeda. She kept saying that. Why did you join (laughs) Al-Qaeda? But I'm actually glad I got that to put that scene in because my um, beloved mother, 99 years old, God love her, has unfortunately fallen into dementia. Mm. So I'm actually really glad we got that scene. Question, do you really care about being in Hollywood? Like, you make so much money on the road, I would think. <laughs> Why do you care about, like, Hollywood, people calling you back? And because, you when you, because when you're blacklisted, you can't tour. 
You know, you're mm. unemployable, you're uninsurable. And because of the president and the Department of Justice, so never happened. So that's why I really felt, I mean, look, I funded this movie myself. I right. don't know if it's going to get distribution or if it's going to be seen by tens of people or what. But mm. I think it's an important message to get out there. I agree. So part of what I was saying about the story of resilience is showing you going through so much, being detained at every airport. Oh, so scary. Which could potentially have you miss a show or be I late. didn't miss any shows, but it scared the heck out of me because they take your phone and they take your SIM card and they take your passport. And it was really important that I got to explain that the documentary because a lot of people think they can't do it. They did it at LAX. They did it at JFK. They did it, you know, at every airport overseas. Do they I still was, do that now? Oh, yes. Really? So if you guys think that they can't, you know, do something like that or take your phone or your devices, they can't. So it actually just happened to a friend of mine in Toronto. So it's like game on, right? So all the times you thought like, oh no, if I, you know, if I call this attorney or if I explain myself, mm -hmm. that's all over in the era of Trump. So I still don't know what's on my passport to this day. I was on the no-fly list. That's terrorist, I'm sure. Right? Something like that. Just a like garden that. variety terrorist. Yeah, that's Another all. Irish American, yeah. white lady with red hair terrorist. Mm -hmm. And so that was just weird because they look at you like, you know, you're going to blow up a building. And I was like, no, I'm just going to do a great job at the show. And they don't like jokes, by the way. Let me just say, that's what I learned. <laughs> yeah. When you're detained, do not that. try to be funny. Do not try. <laughs> no jokes. What's your best bitch you did in the <laughs> while oh you were God. detained? First of all, I, one time I was detained in, I think it was like <laughs> Stockholm. And uh, the only time out of every time I was detained, and I was detained in every single country, and there was another guy in there. And he was so much smarter than I because I just turned to him and I couldn't resist. I go, what are you in for? And he looked at me like, I am not talking to you. I've seen the picture. I know what you're capable. I am not. And I swear to God, I was like, sir. Like, he just wouldn't even look at That's me. That's funny. Good smart for man. him. Good for him. He was smart. Yeah. Smart you, you would got, think he got faster than you did. You would think y'all yeah. want to pass the time while oh, y'all in there. he left way earlier than I did. <laughs> I he was, like, in a taxi going wherever he was going. And I'm like, what? What did I do? I thought it was a good closer. You know what's interesting, though? Uh, Trump has gotten progressively worse. So whatever you thought oh, about man. him two years ago, you're, it's confirmed now. You would think people would see that picture and be like, you know... People are, I want to cut uh, his head off, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a great line where um, Jim Carrey says, you know, it's not like half of the country hasn't imagined it. And right. I was like, oh, thank you for saying that. I mean, I'm not promoting violence, obviously, yeah, yeah. but I am promoting mask buying. Now, you wear the blue dress throughout the whole tour. Yeah, That's the dress. for you. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm very excited. The Smithsonian has asked for it. I'm very really? flattered. That's right. Um, so things are sort of getting a little bit better. And, and I think you're right. It's because... The atrocities that we see Trump committing, like, he's not playing. And all these, quote, norms we thought were laws, we need to make them laws. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he's just ignoring everything. And let's face it, it's all about race. It's all about misogyny. And it's all about the browning of America. And he can't handle it. Mm -hmm. And these Trumpers are invasion of the body snatchers. They're like pod people. You know, I mean, I, I'm going to be honest. I can't talk to them. Have you guys heard the latest QAnon theory? You know about these people? No. no oh, okay. Well, they flood my timeline. And number one, they think I'm a pedophile and that I do child trafficking with Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. Okay, oh okay. You know, Sounds like every... very reasonable. Very reasonable. <laughs> and they also think that JFK Jr. is going to come back from the dead and be the new vice president instead of Mike Pence. So they now go to these rallies with a MAGA hat and then a cutout of JFK Jr., a rather well-known Democrat, by the way, but they think that he's secretly a Republican. Really? So this is what I'm dealing with. Oh, my like, gosh. Like, this isn't like... I've never even heard of that. Oh, yes. Thank God. I, I know this, all this world now. I had to learn all the Nazis on YouTube and all the, you know, Twitter people. Kathy, and, why are you giving that any energy? 
Because the FBI came to my house the day I filmed the special and they did a no knock and they came over, which means bad. Like usually they call if they think it's like kind of a threat. They call my attorney if they think it's kind of a bad threat. When they just come over without saying we're coming over, yeah. the day I filmed the comedy part of, of the film, they came over and they said that, um, you remember the, the MAGA bomber, the pipe bomber guy, Cesar Sayak? Mm -hmm. So they had captured him and they had told me prior that I was already on his uh, kill list. But they came over in person to say, we, we are here to inform you, Ms. Griffin, that he shared his kill list with like-minded people. And I said, um, hi, fellas. Oh, by the way, the FBI also never gets my jokes because they've been to my house so much. <laughs> the FBI has been great. I'm not anti-government. And the FBI comes in and I go like this, Norm, from Cheers. And they never <laughs> laugh. They, they never, never laugh. laugh. they come over all the time? Yes. They're at my house more than my family. And so I'm like, come on in, Joey. Hey, left eye. And so um, so they, I said, well, what should I do? And they said, well, it's an open investigation. I go, look, you guys are here. And they read me this letter called A Duty to Warn. And I remember the female agent was shaking, her pa the paper shaking, and I'm thinking, okay. And I go, you know, I have a performance tonight. Am I going to get shot on stage? Which is the way the Trumpers want to kill me the most. They want to shoot me on stage, Jeez. cut my head off, and then put my head up my you-know-what, and then shoot me again. Um, they're very direct. Okay. And um, they said, can you open your mailbox uh, 10 feet away? I said, I'm 5'3". How right, long do you think my arms that. are? They're not Miss Incredible. All right? Yeah. And I so I want to get one of those grabbers from SC on TV, like mm -hmm. the old lady has with mm -hmm. the grabber, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then MacGyver, like a second one. So I don't know what to do. Every time I open my mailbox, I just go kaboom and hope for the best. All right, we got more with Kathy Griffin. When we come back, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Kathy Griffin. Charlemagne? How did you heal from the trauma of all this, though? Did you go to, like, therapy or something? Oh, yeah, therapy. Okay. I mean, at one point, I was going three times a week. Yeah. Like, I was like, what are you doing tomorrow, doctor? I'll be here. How do you know um, your therapist's not a trumper? Oh, I asked him. Okay. Oh, I, it's like I open with that. Okay. I'm like, hi, who'd you vote for? <laughs> I mean, I just can't even play anymore. Yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you didn't vote, then we also have a problem. So you have a lot of therapy? A lot of therapy. And also, I mean, like, and this is corny, but like, really, thank God for comedy. Thank God for comedy. Because yeah. no matter what, I just lived for those shows. And overseas, they just ate it up because the audiences there were like, what is going on <laughs> in your country? <laughs> and so uh, it was great doing the shows, and that kept me going. But it was it was a grind. And it, like I said, the airport stuff was scary. And there were a lot of incidents in the States, too. Like a guy pulled a knife on me in Houston. And I was playing, like, really beautiful halls. Like, I played Carnegie here in Radio mm -hmm. City in Houston. I think I played either Symphony Hall or the Opera House. And it's on YouTube. You can see it. There's some guy, and he's wearing a Trump shirt, and he's waving a knife all over the place. Wow. And How did he get the knife in? You got to... Uh... He was outside. He was okay, okay, outside. okay. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Your assistant also quit during the tour. Yes. What happened? I, I It was a rough tour, so maybe it was too much for him, mm -hmm. but the timing wasn't great. It was like two in the morning in Vienna. And uh, so then uh, my, my boyfriend and tour manager, don't judge, we were, you know, <laughs> on our own. And then there were, you know, various means of security, which I don't discuss in detail because that's the first rule of security. Mm -hmm. But uh, there was a lot. <laughs> and so you just have to try to think of everything. It's like you never know where it's coming. Um, I was actually... Uh, to giving a speech at Oxford about the First Amendment. And I didn't go to college. Oxford, hey. can you imagine? And so um, uh, the driver dude that was taking me from the airport to the hotel, 
he said, oh, I recognize you from the picture. And I said, well, first of all, let me just apologize for Trump. I'm really sorry. We're working on it. It's a whole thing with gerrymandering and the electoral call. I'm like trying to explain the whole thing. And he goes, well, I'm from Morocco. And I said, oh, God. I said, well, sorry about Trump saying, you know, Africa's, you know, what whole countries. And he goes, he didn't say that. He's the best president the world has ever seen. Wow. And I go, uh, sir, I don't know where you get your news, but honestly, he said that about Africa. And I go, and he thinks it's a country, not a continent. And then the guy says to me, and I was then with my assistant, and it was pouring down rain, so I'm sorry I couldn't run out and walk to the hotel. And he goes, if we were in Morocco, I would cut your tongue out right now. He said that to you? Damn. Oh, yeah. So you was know me. I start, honey, I, no, he was, uh, he was with um, Music Express. Okay. And I called the vice president, and I got him fired, but I also filmed it. <laughs> so wow. That's wow. I have learned to whip out that phone camera wow. when necessary. Now, with so, the agents, with any of these agents, do they ever say, look, we have to do this job, but we don't with Trump either? Any of the agents? Oh, they're all scared of him. Yeah, yeah, I think they're all scared of him. And by the way, he's scared of what? Like, he's so feckless, as they would say. Like, he's just hard. He's just a buffoon. Like, I think he's got dementia worse than classic, my mom at this classic point. Classic example of a bully. And, and then the grown... The, I love how they say the grown kids. Don Jr. is 45. He's not a kid. He's got five kids himself. And now he's banging the chick from Fox. Remember? Yeah, 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 yes! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, all of them. And then... And I lovingly call Eric Trump date rape because I just don't think any sex with him is consensual. Now, that's just Jesus my opinion. Christ. That is just my opinion. As an artist, as My a respected God. film star, a respected film it's an observation. Star. It's an observation. <laughs> a harmless observation. I'm, so, as you can see, I haven't learned my lesson. Let's talk about the freedom of speech because you talk about yeah. a lot that in the movie a lot. The First Amendment is there really such thing as free speech? Because it seems to me in America, free speech comes with a cost. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And people don't really know the parameters of it. So, you know, obviously when I was under the investigation, I, I kept asking my attorneys, did I break the law? No. Did I violate the First Amendment? No, I knew I hadn't because mm -hmm. that's, that amendment is my commodity. You know, when you're in comedy, you know, as I say, I don't know the other ones, but I know that first one wall to wall. So that's why I have no qualms going after him or his so-called children. You know, the thing about free speech, right? Like, you can say whatever it is you want to say, but then people have the right to react however they want to react. But you can't say fire in a theater. So mm -hmm. that's the thing that I spend a lot of time kind of explaining to people. Like, mm -hmm. I do understand the parameters. And so mm -hmm. to say things that are outrageous or vulgar, that really is okay. But, you know, I also didn't do what they call a call to action. So, for example, um, after the screening on the 31st, I'm going to do um, a Q&A with a really, really great First Amendment attorney named Ted Boutros. And he's one of the people that I went to, and I wanted to confirm that the situation was historic. Because I think last time I was here, we talked about how, like, when it happened to Lenny Bruce, it was local PD, and when it happened to Jane Fond, it was local PD. But this is the first time the feds have ever gone after a private citizen in this way, much less a female comedian who's 58. And he said, no, I looked it up. You're the first. So um, I said to him, did I even come close to violating the First Amendment? He said, no. And I said, what would have been violating the First Amendment? And he said, if you had done a specific call to action and said something to the effect of, you know, Go cut these, his head off. these named people come to the White House with these firearms at this time, mm -hmm. and I know how to get in the White House. Like, he went really, really far. So the good news about the First Amendment is it is really, really broad, but we do have to fight for it. Have you tried mm -hmm. to sue, though, since, since they put you on this list and it's so difficult to fly? Uh, Can you say, you know what? Please give me a pro bono attorney, because I'm already about 500 grand into attorney fees. But I would, I mean, I would love to sue for abuse of power, because that's what it is. Now, has the media coming around for you as far as you? going out to do press what's the schedule oh honey like? i'm banned there... i am so banned this is the last show i'm allowed on and i could be banned <laughs> after this i understand it could be banned it's not personal you're all right you're, you're, you're okay with us okay good <laughs> all right good um i'm gonna go on jimmy kimmel and uh, really i'm gonna go on go kimmel. Ahead, kimmel thank kimmel thank jimmy kimmel good, good for you for having some 
Jeff Myers hasn't banned me, and then none of the morning shows, Today Show, Good Morning America, all said no. The talk, The View, no. I, by the way, I'm re-banned from The View. I have been banned yeah, and re-banned for like 30 years. What were you banned from The View before? Oh, it's always something. Like in the old days, if I'd be, I'd say something to piss off Barbara. Mm -hmm. And now I'm probably just too obnoxious, or I, maybe I said I may have said the F word last time I was on there. Because when I think <laughs> of Trump, it. I think of the F word. Yeah, that'll do it's it. It's like it's his first name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. I was wondering how you, how are you and Chris Jenner friends? It seemed like y'all wouldn't get along at all. I have to because she's, you know, killed people. <laughs> I mean, I can't prove it, but I'm pretty sure one time, one time I was driving to Vegas and I saw her with a shovel and a Rolls Royce and I haven't seen Lamar Odom since. Wow. Now, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. She, you know, I mean, I'm not, I can't prove she's killed. No, she, I get along with her because, you know, for 10 years, I just called them dirty whores and then they were mad at me and finally they just came around and they were like, oh my God, you're like kidding. I go, yeah. <laughs> I went there for Christmas Eve. Really? really? Can you believe it? I walk in, the first one I see is Pops, right? Kanye? And so I call him Pobs because you know he makes he thinks he's Pablo Picasso. Mm -hmm. Just play along. Okay. So he has Pablo on his sleeves. So um, and you know they used to be my next door neighbors, mm -hmm. which was during the whole Trump thing. My next door neighbors being Kim and Kanye was delicious. You can't write it. Mm -hmm. And so yeah, I went there for Christmas Eve and it was fantastic and it was like a super crazy mix of people, which I'm all about. Mm -hmm. And um, it was. They, and you I said mean Chris, that proves anything. Like I can. And get, they make you feel welcome. Yes. And you said really? Christina gave you great advice. She gave me the best advice. She goes, apologize and get over it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then she just, you know, she was like hanging there and she actually came over for dinner the night of the photo. And that was like honestly just a coincidence. But Were the camera's there? No. Okay. But I think great exactly. on Oh God, more crying. <laughs> um, no, she was actually counting her money. I was like, Chris, pay attention. Um, and then printing some as well. She's got a printing machine. But no, they actually, you know, they are the least of my worries. Like, yeah. once you've had the, the entire White House and Department of Justice come at, after you, the Kardashians are the least Light of my worries. I even went up to uh, the makeup one, Francine. What's her name? The oh, no. what, What's her name? What, Kylie? The, yeah, yeah, Kylie. <laughs> Francine. Francine. I'm like, I can't keep track of all of them. What? I'm busy with the main three. I can't deal with Francine and Candle. Anyway, so I even made up with those two. And Francine's a billionaire with a B. Did you know that? Yeah, her name is Kylie. Kylie, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't remember their names. I'm focused on Chloe and uh, Courtney, although I don't know what Courtney does. Stick to the main. You know me. I'm not afraid of anything. That's my problem. A hell of a story. We'll be out on the 31st of this month. Make sure you go check it out. Out. Where can they see it? Well, you can see it at 700 Theaters. Go to fathomevents.com, put my name in the search engine, then your zip code, or text me. Are you ready? 312-584-3787. And I actually text back. All right. Well, we appreciate you for joining us. Oh, I love you guys. Thank All you right. so much. It's Kathy Griffin. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, good morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good, good morning. morning. What are we hey, doing? Good morning. What are we doing on this fine Wednesday? How y'all feeling? Um, Shout out to Kathy Griffin for joining us this morning. You can see the full interview on the uh, Breakfast Club YouTube page. Yes, and shout out to Alicia on Twitter. She wants to have Ari Lennox in rotation on the Breakfast Club and have her on the show. It'll be in rotation next year. This this time next year, <laughs> <laughs> whatever's popping with Ari uh, will be in rotation. I promise you. My goodness. That I can promise. All right. Well, we got rumors on the way. E, what are we talking about? Uh, yes, let's talk about uh, Lil Wayne. Now, he's recording an official remix to this song that's very popular right now. All right. We'll get into that next. I hope it ain't Old Town Road. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Sometimes you just got to laugh at what's on World Star, man. What's on there? Uh, well, we are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Uh, there was this, uh, this guy and his girlfriend went up to him and said he she wanted to try something new in the bedroom. And he said, you what? Should've, you should have just played the clip. All right. Should have just played the clip. All right, I'll play it right now. 
off your phone? I want to try something new. Let's get it out. What? I want to try something new. What you want to try? Something new in the bed. Uh-huh. What you want to do? I want to lick your butt. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just thought that was funny. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe you have to see it. I, mean, you guys see I know it. why he thinks it's funny. Why, why you think it's funny? Because you funny. <laughs> You know what? Can we get into rumor report? Let's talk Thanks, a little Wayne into the rumors, man. What? It's time. She's spilling the tea. <laughs> this is the rumor report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Ooh, what did you just say? I said let's get into Little Wayne in the rumors. That nigga just had a stroke. Yeah. He just had a stroke you while said, he was nothing. Let's talk Little Wayne into the rumors. Guys, <laughs> can y'all stay? Can y'all stay focused, please? All right, I'm I sorry. I need you to stay focused. I'm focused, she got it. All right, Little Wayne sat down with Double XL. <laughs> now, you know he has his American Eagle Young Money Collection that's going to be coming out August 10th. He does? Yes, he does. Okay. So there's going to have some new clothing for y'all. And oh, in addition to that, he has his funeral album that's going to be coming out soon. One artist he said he worked with is Little Baby. He said, I'm a big Little Baby fan. So it was a swap type of thing. You send me a song, I send you one. And he said they actually did work in the studio together because he demanded that. And he said back in the days when I was doing it, there was no such thing as you send me your song. You had to be in the studio with that person. He demanded that, so I respected that. And he said they were also in there with Big Sean. And what was the song they read on oh, That's dope. No, it's not out yet. It's on the oh. funeral, for the funeral album. So. Okay. Hopefully, we'll hear that song. And they asked him from XXL, will all three of you guys be on the same song, him, Little Baby, and Big Sean? And he said, I don't know. Okay. But the song is called I Do It, FYI. Now, he also said that he did do a remix of Little Nas X's Old Town Road. Oh, God, no. And a snippet of that had leaked on the <laughs> internet. I would play it for y'all, but there's all kinds of drops all over it, so it doesn't really sound that good. But he said he doesn't know if they're going to use it. How so. does it sound? That's not what we needed right now. Nobody needed that. We didn't need an old town. I don't know how it sounded. It could sound remix. amazing. Bro, let's be real. I'm tired of hearing Old Town Road. <laughs> okay? So I, I just feel like it's a little too late for remixes because I'm tired of hearing the song. You know what I'm saying? It's been 16. How long has it been number one? Oh, wow. 16 weeks. It's too, <laughs> no, I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. And it's still going to be number one this week, too, right? Then Mariah yeah, Carey did a remix. I definitely ain't listened to that. I that, didn't hear that either. See, y'all yeah, turning Old Town Road into a rhythm. That's what they call it? Yeah, it's, rhythm. It's called rhythm. Jump rhythm. on that rhythm. Let's jump on that Old Town Road rhythm and ride it. All right. Speaking you can't of which, no more. Dwight Howard, he has a dress. Hey! Woo! <laughs> Why are you so excited? <laughs> it all started with this, with a little snippet from World Star. Go, you go. I love those this kind of segues, baby. This is great. Cowboy Clues Bond for great radio segues. Without go. even trying. Go, now, we, Dwight Howard has addressed rumors of his sexuality. He sat down with Fair Game with Kristen Leahy, and he said that he's not gay. I went through a situation last year that really just set me free. It ended up being a situation that was it went viral, and it, it upset me because I didn't even know who the person was. The pure hate from people that I've never met before just piled up, and I think that liberated me because I saw how a lot of people would feel, whether they're, they're gay, whether they're straight, whether they have issues, people are afraid to be who they are. And so that situation made me realize, you're not like this, but just be you, be free. Meaning you're it's, not gay. I'm, yeah, I'm not gay. So just, it's a lot of people who are, mm-hmm. and they have to hide. Yeah, he learned a lot from that, to see all the hatred that people have when they thought that about him. So he's not gay. He's not gay. But Is he's he bisexual? Saying- 
That is true. That she, was that should have been the follow up question. Yeah. Well, he also talked about being at home alone for months. And it hurt at first to go through it. I sat at home and I was like, man, I'll never want to come outside again. But I'm like, why? H how long did did that take for you? Like, were you just sitting at home alone? A couple months to really just think and understand myself and just be, figure out who I am, what I want to be, where do I want my life to go, where do I want my kids to think about me. So he's not sure. Can I ask a question? What? Be clear, I don't care. Was this a thing that people were talking about the way Dwight Howard had to do a whole sit down about it? You know, remember <laughs> it was big? He was, they showed the old videos like, of him twerking and him touching another player's crotch or butt or something. You don't remember Allegedly, the guy that came forward? He actually was uh, talking about that you. That seemed like years ago. As I well. think it was like last year. How long ago was that? Like a year ago. Yeah, maybe it was last year. Might he was hurt. He was trying to figure himself out, he said. Yeah, that's when he had a butt injury or something. See? No, he did. He had a, he had a butt injury. How did he get a butt injury? All right. <laughs> a butt injury. He did. Dwight Howard sat out the season last year because he had like a butt injury something or something else like that. that was very exciting for the guys in the room. The <laughs> Hustlers. Are we trailer. done with Dwight? <laughs> yes, we're moving on. I just want to say, it oh, sounds to me that Dwight wants to be gay and y'all won't let him because of your stereotypes and Twitter slander. He just okay? said he's not gay. Well, I think, I don't know. It just sounds a little confusing, but I just want him to know that a 6'11", 264-pound man can like men and women. I don't know if he does, but it definitely sounds like he he wants to be free and it's killing him that he can't. That's what it sounds like to me. But how do you get a buddy? How did you just interpret that? I don't know. He's just <laughs> making content. Here. All right, now let's talk about Hustlers. Y'all all watched the first trailer for Hustlers oh, with Cardi B, J-Lo, Lizzo, uh, Constance Wu, and all of that. What'd y'all think? Because I know in this room. I thought it looked amazing. amazing. Yep. I'm excited to see that movie because it is based on a true story. As yes. you may or may not know. So I, I did. Think... I remember reading that last year. Mm -hmm. and About the women who got a bunch of money from clients or something like that? Well, yeah, they were. They actually turned the tables on these Wall Street guys that yes. were, uh, you know, I guess, talking to them and coming to the strip club. So it should be exciting to watch. Now, the director talks about getting Cardi B in the movie. She said that I chased Cardi for two years. She told this to Vulture. She said when she began uh, casting Hustlers, she knew she had to have Cardi B in it, but it took her two years to get her. She said she sent uh, someone sent back a phone number, and then she texted, and the person wrote back, we know, we'll get back to you. She said, I don't know if I was talking to Cardi. I don't know if I was talking to somebody else. She said she still doesn't know who answered her DM or her text. She said, I have two phone numbers in my cell phone, Cardi 1 and Cardi 2. I'm not sure if either one of them are actually Cardi. So mm. that's how she's been communicating with her. Why did you just say DM Cardi? Cardi always on Instagram. Yeah, that's what it just said. Oh. And they sent back a phone number. I'm not going to lie. I got distracted by this headline. So y'all forgot about this headline. Wait, wait, what does it say? Read it. Read it out loud. Dwight Howard's injury is reportedly butt-related, not back-related. <laughs> this is on NBCSports.com because I don't know why y'all think I'd be making up stuff. Up I didn't here. know he had a butt injury. I, I remember when he had a butt injury. I remember that. But how do you get a butt injury? I'm I, just curious. You fall on your butt. <laughs> <laughs> you play, you guys play too much, man. Y'all gotta grow up. Everybody can grow up. Leave <laughs> that man alone, man. You never had a butt injury from snowboarding? Uh, who the no. hell snowboards? No, I never Andy. got a butt injury. I did snowboard a couple times, but I didn't get a butt injury. Yeah, if you fall on, really hard on that on that snow, your butt is sore, but not enough to, to take you out for the injury. whole season. You can rep, you can hurt your tailbone. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor. That seems like a little worse than just hurting your tailbone. Per Shams Sharina of The Athletic, a specialist told Howard he injured his piriformis, which is a muscle, in his butt. <laughs> End quote, NBCSports.com. But how do you 
In his butt or on his butt? Yeah, that's a good question. Don't know, guys. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me Google butt injury and see what comes up. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving your donkey to? Okay. So uh, for after the hour, we Diamond. are giving, we're actually giving donkey to a drug mule. You'll okay. like this one. <laughs> all right. Four after the hour. You guys play Bro, too it's much, all man. about asses here on the Breakfast Club. I can't with y'all Mules, donkeys. Man. All right. We That's, got asses for you. All types. All kinds. That's what my son said. We sus. My son, don't, I don't you and Charlamagne is sus. I'll tell your son to grow up. Now tell him to grow up. He come home and be like, Dad, you're talking about butt injuries the whole hour. All right. Donkey Today is up next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. Donkeys of the day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed question. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Yes, donkey of the day for Wednesday, July 17th. It is the 17th, right? Yes. Uh, goes to an unnamed Colombian man who was arrested at Barcelona's International Airport for trying to smuggle a half a kilo of cocaine through airport security. I had no idea people still try to smuggle large amounts of drugs through airports. Have you been through airport security lately? You know what? Drop on the clues bombs for the TSA, okay? TSA has joined a long list of acronyms that you don't want no problems with. TSA is right up there with the FBI, uh, DEA, IRS, CIA, CPS. TSA is right up there with those acronyms. You don't want no problems with none of those acronyms, okay? Some of us have clear. Some of us have pre-check. If you fly JetBlue like me, then you may be a Mosaic member. Drop on the clues bonds for JetBlue, damn it. All right, uh, whatever you are. You have these things because you want to make your experience at the TSA go as smoothly as possible. If you don't have these things, TSA is relentless. Your shoes are coming off, belt is coming off, jacket is coming off. Anything you can possibly think of bringing on the plane, TSA knows you may possibly bring it. They have, you know, seen all these common things. Common things like a nail clipper with a tiny file attached. Can't bring it on the plane. Pepper spray, bear spray, none of these are allowed. The TSA even warns you that blenders are not allowed in carry-on bags unless the blade has been removed. I've never even thought about that. Mm, it's okay? like a blender on the plane. <laughs> exactly. I've never even thought about that until I saw it on the TSA airport security banned items list. Okay? Oh, no bowling pins either because they can be used to hit someone. You know. Uh, and same goes for canoe paddles and cast iron cookware. All right. Do you know why the TSA bans all these things? Because in all the years of flying, all right, they have seen it all. All right. The things we look at and say, why would that be banned? Who would try to bring that through TSA? Well, it's up there because no ideas are original. Nothing new is under the sun. Someone has tried to bring it through before. Okay. Liquid or gel food items, nothing larger than 3.4 ounces. And if they are, you know, you, you got to put those in your check bags. If you're flying with live fish, do you know TSA will check the bag or container? Oh, they leave no stone unturned, all right? And no balls left unfondled. I don't even know if that's a word, but I know that every single one of us just wants to make it through TSA without being fondled. Think about it. In this Me Too Time's Up era, TSA is the only people still out here feeling all over people like it's Freak Nick 96, and nobody says a damn thing. We all take it because the TSA has that much power. So I'm saying all that to say... Why the hell would anyone try to smuggle drugs through TSA in 2019? Now, there is absolutely no smart way to do it, but I guess if you're going to do it, the best way would be to attempt to hide it in plain sight. Like, TSA is too busy looking at the fine details that they may miss something that's right under their nose. 
in this case, right under a middle-aged man's toupee? I, I can't make this kind of stuff up. Let's go to MSNBC for the report, please. A Colombian man who reportedly tried to smuggle cocaine under his wig failed to fool authorities in Barcelona. The New York Post reports that police at the city's international airport immediately noticed his super high and puffy hairdo and asked him to remove the hairpiece. When he did, the roughly 1.1-pound, $34,000 bag of cocaine taped to his head was exposed. The man was swiftly arrested. Operation Toupee is what officers have named this one. Uh, you know, I have heard stories of drugs taped to a person's stomach. I have heard stories of people swallowing 35 condoms filled with drugs. I've heard stories of people putting crack in their ass crack. Hell, I remember a few years ago, a woman was arrested at an airport with 900 grams of cocaine sewn into her wig. The difference is if you see a woman coming through with big hair, okay, we've seen that before. TSA still going to give her a thorough shakedown, but it's not unusual. This guy from Columbia, if you are watching Revolt TV, put the picture back up, Revolt. All right? Look at him. Look at him, King! Okay? When you are walking through an airport and you hear constant <laughs> announcements and you read all those signs begging you, pleading with you to report anything suspicious, this is what they are talking about. Look, that is what they are talking about. Okay? That seems like a lot to hide under your toupee. You think, Angeli? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Really? But I feel like he did a good job. No, he didn't. He got caught. Yee. Yee. Stop it. No coincidence that a mule is the male offspring of a male donkey and a female horse. This Colombian man is a drug mule, but being that you are what your father is, he is indeed a donkey. Please give this unnamed Colombian drug lord the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Oh, now you are the donkey of the day. You are the donkey of the day. something that happened in college. You tried it? It wasn't quite that. Talk to us, ye. What you do, ye? One of my friends, yeah, we okay. went to this department Your store. Your friend. Keep okay. a friend now. Yeah. In town. No, it's the two of us together. Okay. Mm-hmm. Her name is Sharon. You're going to snitch on her right now. Okay. Well, she got caught, so it doesn't matter. Okay. okay. So we go into this department store. It was called Bob's. It was where all the kids used to shop on campus at Wesleyan, right? And, mm-hmm. and they called it in town. And she started stealing stuff. She put all these sweaters underneath her coat. And I was like, get this for me too then. She was stealing all kind of stuff. I was like, oh, get me this. She was like, can you tell? And you can definitely tell. Like, the coat was huge. And you told her no. I was like, um, I mean, you know. She couldn't say she was pregnant or she couldn't say it was a food So all of a sudden she was about to walk out the store and they started yelling out, cold red, cold red. And then <laughs> nowhere they came running and they snatched her up. So they didn't touch you? I didn't do anything. Yo, you are You are an accomplice. Definitely an accomplice. Okay. <laughs> I left. And I told our resident advisor, Sharon just got arrested. You, and you snitched Christ. on her? No, I let her know because we have to get her out. I couldn't do anything about it. I was only 17. So I think you had to be <sighs> 18 or over to be able to go down to the police station. I tried. What is she doing with her life now? She's doing well. Okay. I mean, we're freshmen in college. Okay. She doesn't she work at any, something. She doesn't work at a department store. Nothing like Sharon that. Sharon is a shoplifter. <laughs> she is. <laughs> I don't know if that was on any but of her But she put resume. so much stuff under her coat. Okay. I was like, this can't be real. Wherever she works at now, we're watching you, That's Sharon. right. You shoplifter. <laughs> okay. Where does she work, you? I don't know where she works now. Oh, okay. You don't speak to her no more. That's, you know, if I see her, though, that's my girl. <laughs> if you see her, she's very up? bold. My goodness. All right. Thank you for that donkey today. <laughs> up next, Ask Yee.
800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye up right now. She'll help you with all your problems. Again, the number, 800-585-1051. Call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Ye. Hello. Hi. Hey, Anonymous. Uh, is this Disney Yes, it is. Good morning. Oh, my God. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's your question for ye? Okay. So, I love y'all. First and foremost, I listen to y'all every day. I'm on my way to work. You got us on speaker or Bluetooth? You sound a little muffled. Yeah, you got it. Can you take us on speaker or Bluetooth right fast? Uh-uh. Better? Oh, that's just your phone. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> okay. All right. So, um, I've been in a relationship with my baby dad for years. Um, I'm actually, we're actually in a long distance relationship right now because I got up and left. And I, I'm, I really want to tell him, you know, that we don't, I don't want to be with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm kind of scared because he is kind of crazy. Crazy. What do you mean? Um, you mean physically scary? I mean, yeah, like he'll. I feel like he'll he'll be the type to come and burn my house down. That type. Of I mean, that Ooh. type of thing. I'm sorry. That's even more reason not um, to be with him anymore. I think he got the idea if you left him, though. Don't you think he would he would realize it then? I mean, yeah, but I mean, I feel like I kind of ran because even after I left, I still continue to deal with him mm. out of town. Okay. Um. So we're in a total long distance relationship. You know what I mean? So. Mm. Um, I only see him maybe a few times a year. Okay. Um, and I really want to and, and and to put to put dubs on the whole thing. He's getting ready to go to jail. So okay. I'm like, I, I really want to end this whole thing, but it's hard. You know what I mean? Because I've been dealing with him for so long, and like I said, I feel like I'm kind of a little bit leery about the whole thing because. And, and I've always been taught, you know, you don't leave a man when he's down. Girl, so, listen, like, let me tell you something. You leave a man whenever you feel like you don't want to be with that man anymore. I'm kind of leery about it because I'm kind of scared behind it. You know what I mean? Because like I said, he'll be the type to, like, go crazy. So I'm like... When is he going to jail? I don't know. I don't know. Probably within the next few months. Okay. And, I- it, and it's probably going to be for at least a year. Okay, so is this Two something years. that your family is aware of and people close to you? Um, my mom. Yeah. Well, yeah, my friends. Yes. I think one of the first things to do is because you guys have a long distance relationship and you don't have to see him all the time anyway, make sure he doesn't know where you live. You may have to move if you, you are. Know, co- any, and I just I just bought a new home and he came to my mm. new home. OK, so you need to make sure you have a great security system at your new home that mm-hmm. he that he has no access to. Mm-hmm, right. make, make sure that your family and people close to you are aware Maybe it might be a good time for you to even have somebody close to you stay with you if this right. is something that you're concerned about so that you're not alone. And, um, right. you know, just because of that. But I also feel like you have to be honest, right? Because now this thing has dragged out for so long. So long. And so you have to tell him, look, I will be that you, you guys have a, a child together, right? Right. So obviously you're going to make sure you have a relationship as far as dealing with your child. But that should be it. Clearly, he's done things that have him going to jail. He des- does he deserve to be in jail? Uh, yeah. Okay. So you already know what kind of person he is. You're scared of him, so that shows me what type of person that he is. And that seems like a toxic person to have in your life. Unfortunately, you do have to deal with him because you guys do have a child. And the best thing that you can do is 
start breaking it off now. That way, when he goes to jail, he's not still coming to you, appealing to you for certain things, and you don't feel obligated. Because sometimes people get locked up, and this happened to me with my ex-boyfriend. They go to jail, and then you feel bad, and then you feel like you have this responsibility to hold him down right. and not desert him when he's at his lowest, like you said. Right. But what you have to realize is if that person is not somebody you wanted to be with out of jail, just because they're in jail doesn't mean that you have an obligation either. That is right. I'm getting ready to try to start the process today. I've been trying to start it, but it's, you know, it's, it's hard. Well, put you and your child first. Number one, your child. If you're concerned about yourself, then you should be concerned about the well-being of your child also. That is true. You're right, and I am. She, I mean, she is key to everything. Right, so get right. out there and handle business. You got to keep it together for the baby. You're right. Okay. And I love you. I love you, baby. I listen to you every single morning. All right. We love you, too. That's why we care about you, and we want to make sure you're good. I'm going to do I'm gonna do some things today. I have to. Well, good right. luck and be careful, all right? All right. Thanks, Envy. Have a good one. Ask Yee, 800-585-1051, if you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? This is uh, K-Son. K-Son, what's your question for Yee, bro? I just had a question because I'm a, um, I actually make music and I'm an artist. Oh, boy. And sometimes I get I get DMs from random accounts. And mm-hmm. a lot of the times I know that it's spam, but I'm trying to figure out because I don't never give nobody no money before I know that they legit. Right. So I'm just trying to figure out how do I figure out, you know, who is really legit and who is not because half of the time it's just, I figure it's all spam, but I don't want to miss no opportunity. Yeah, don't let nobody draw a cartoon of you um, or illustration. I think what you have to do is don't pay people money until they show you what they can do for real. And everyone has to understand that. I'm not going to just give you money. And this happens, you know, a lot of times we do take risks like that. Like, okay, this person seems like they could really help me out. See what somebody's track record is. Who else have they worked with? Ask them to submit a proposal to you. If they can do all of those things and show you what they can do, who are their relationships? Look on their social media sites. Let me see what other work you've done. Do your research. Right, because he he sent me some information through email, and it wasn't as professional as I thought it would be. Right. And I, I talked to him on the phone, and... He um the only notable person that he told me about because he said he was the tour manager that he that he does some type of business with Troy Ave but uh, I, I'm still iffy on it. Okay, I highly recommend what you do is go with your gut instinct. If they send you an email that doesn't sound professional, then. What's going to happen when they send an email on behalf of you to other people that's not professional? They're going to look at it the same way, and they're going to look at you as not professional. Exactly, yeah. So you need to find somebody that really wants to work with you, and you also have to really want to work with them. It has to be somebody that you look at them and you're like, okay, I can see their track record. I see what their resume is looking like. I see the people they've worked with. I see what they can accomplish. I see the connections they have. And usually you can tell that. So sometimes we're so thirsty for somebody to help us that we overlook those things. Yeah, yeah, that's why, you know, I, I took the time, I Googled them, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I'm like, eh. Yeah. Right, but, well, if you feel know, like, eh, don't do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. All right, have a good one, bro. All right, y'all too. All right, ask Yee, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, you can call Yee. Now we got rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, R. Kelly, he's in shackles, and it's not fun this time. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
just want y'all to know, if y'all want to see Lion King on Friday this weekend, man, it's almost sold out. I'm I'm having a hard time. Are you surprised? Finding, I'm surprised it's not sold out. I'm having a hard time finding a movie theater for for who goes to movies on seven weekend? of us. Go huh? home and watch the original. Who goes to movies on weekends? Go to movies on a Thursday. My at kids noon have been dying to see this or movie. Monday at noon. And like you should have been people. bought the tickets. You're right. And they told me to buy the tickets a long time ago. And I'm looking up right. It's seven Bruh. of us though. It's seven. Like Bruh. that's why you should have definitely bought the tickets a long time ago. It's summertime and we do morning radio. You get out of here by ten o'clock. You go somewhere at noon on a Monday with your whole clan. And watch The Lion King. All right? All right. Well, all right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk quality control. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, there's all kinds of new music coming out, right? And quality control, they have announced that they have volume two mm-hmm. of Control the Streets coming out on August 16th. So, there's going to be a song with Lil Baby and a baby on there. I really wish the hook of that song was wah, 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 bitch, I'm a baby. Wah, 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 bitch, I'm a baby. (laughs) They also have another song, City Girls and Sweetie, so that song, Come On. Doesn't Quality Control have the number... Have two number ones this week or something like that? I read they have I think City Girls Act Up is number one and, and um, uh, Little Baby Close Friends I believe yeah, is number one right. yeah, yeah yeah something like that yep well there uh, you go so that album's coming out QC. August sixteenth damn it now another new music news Rick Ross Port of Miami two okay. that release date has been announced that's going to be August 9th. now Rick Ross was on social media and he posted a video of himself explaining some things about a rebirth. And he's in some water, and he's about to be baptized. When I realized I was really alive, I sat in a room alone. No television, no music. I just listened to my heartbeat. Can you hear it? My heartbeat. Are you just standing there, or does your heartbeat? Was you meant to die? Listen, man, Rick Ross been quietly eating on records all year, and nobody has been paying attention. It's like he cut carbs out of his life, and his weight went down, and his bars went up, okay? And and, and Ross been snapping, so to say Ross' bars went up is saying a lot. All right, so you'll be excited for that. Yes. Mm-hmm. August 9th now. Other new music coming out. Chance the Rapper, he's going to have his official debut album. It's crazy because he's had so much music out. We never thought about this. What's but it just this is call it EPs, mixtapes. Mixtapes, yeah. This is it? his debut album. It's Stop official. It, <laughs> Stop it already. All right. So the album is called The Big Day and it's coming out next week, July 26th. All this new music on the way. So he was on The Tonight Show. And other things that he talked about was, you know, he's in Lion King, right? Because of his relationship, Childish Gambino hooked that up. Mm-hmm. Here's what he had to say about his role. I did a little bit of slight vocal work. On the animated film, I did who, like. Who we know if will we know it's you when we hear you? No, 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 no. You won't know it's me. It's uh very weird. It's like I do like like a lot of like the background noises in very small parts. Like if you see like an antelope grazing. Does that sound? Wow, that's unbelievable. <laughs> 
uh, <laughs> dropping a clue song, Chance Rapper. Chance wants to be a new artist so bad, though. What you mean? And like, I'm glad Chance finally has the confidence to call this project an album. Artists only do that, so if their project doesn't sell, if it breaks or if out. it's not received well by the, the critics, they can say, oh, that wasn't really my album. You've put out three critically acclaimed albums that have all done well. Um, oh, projects that have all done well. EPs. I'm glad you finally have Mixed the confidence tapes. to put out an album, Chance. All right, My now, God. R. Kelly was in court yesterday. We told y'all that he was going to be in court. And he's been denied bond. He was actually shackled while he was uh, in court at the ankles. And he was had he all tied? The orange. No, he was not. <laughs> Shut up, man. So he is going to remain in jail for now. Now, pros- prosecutors did argue against his release. They said he's a danger to the community, to minor girls especially. They said those girls can show up to his doorstep. It doesn't even mean that he has to go anywhere. So even an electronic monitor, home confinement, none of that is enough. They also said that he can influence and intimidate witnesses and victims, and that's been continuing to this day. So he pleaded not guilty, and he was denied bond. That's what I said yesterday. I didn't think he was going to get bond. I didn't know the technical term for it, but I just thought that he would be considered some type of threat to society. Now, R. Kelly's lawyer is saying that he's not a flight risk. He's already surrendered his passport. He his didn't penis, though. Any court dates back in 2008, and they said there's never been any evidence of any trial having been rigged. But you do know the two women that are living in his condo in Chicago at the Trump Towers, Joyce Lynn Savage and Asriel Clary, were in court sitting right behind him, and they are presenting a united front. They were at first supposed to do a press conference, but I guess they decided not to do that. That's going to change. Now, Angelo Clary, who is Asriel Clary's father, is also saying if you decide to come on home, we'll give you your own apartment, pay the rent, everything. And they even extended that deal to Joyce Lynn Savage, the other woman who is living in his apartment. Like, we will take care of you. We just want to get you out of there. How old are they now, those women? Well, they're of age. I don't know, but are they 20, are they... 25 or just 21, 22? Are they a lot older? I don't know their exact age off the top Mm -hmm. of my head, but they're not old, but they're still young. I still couldn't see that for my daughter. Like, I I still would have to... I guess there's nothing I could do, but I would definitely just try to pull my daughter out of there regardless. I know They've been trying. Yeah. They've been trying. I I, I, I don't know. All right, now, Meek Mill, his attorneys and prosecutors have agreed that he should get a new trial. And that new trial would be for that, like, 10-year-old... A conviction that he had, so hopefully that happens for him. When the police officer said, said they shot at him, that yeah. that one, mm-hmm. my goodness, they would they retrying the case? I'm, I'm confused. What they want to do is, yeah, I guess just give him. They should overturn that, and they said obviously the officer who testified against him had credibility issues, and the prosecutors are agreeing that that old drug and weapon convictions charges should be overturned. So we'll see what happens, and they want him to get a new trial, and I guess that new trial would be for that, Man, and that th- should be a quick one. Throw all Meeks criminal records out, throw the court cases away. Yeah, Why is the, Meek on trial for anything? The, I thought if the cop lied, they Why would have to throw that probation? away. Like, get rid of all that. Listen, I don't know what the, if there's technical things that they have to do right. within the system, mm-hmm. and that's why they're saying they have to overturn that, then give him a new trial, and maybe that'll be super quick and over and done with. You know, who knows? Hopefully. But Van Jones, as you know, uh, said Meek Mill should have never been convicted in the first place. Both sides of this case put forward multiple credible reasons that there should be a new trial. No judge disputed a single claim from either side. And he does have that docuseries that's coming out early next month in August on Amazon. Meek Mill going to be on probation until he don't even need an old face app. He's going to be yeah, old Yeah, he put that old face app picture of himself yesterday, like, still on probation. Listen, you know, I, I, about the R. Kelly thing, too. You know, I've been saying that, you know, he probably going to kill himself. That's that's just how I see this ending. I was having a conversation with a friend yesterday and they said if he kills himself, he will win because he'll get a lot of sympathy and people say he's been done wrong. Y'all think that? Yes. 
No, but I would rather see him go yes. to jail and suffer in life yeah. for yeah. the rest of his life. I would prefer that, too. But I think if he dies, people would feel sorry for him and be like, well, we never really know what really happened. And they would definitely be sympathy for him. Mm. All mm. right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that's your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Revolt. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Everybody else, the People's Choice mixes up next. Get your request in right now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody is DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, shout out to Kathy Griffin for joining us this morning. Kathy Griffin, she's blackballed from everywhere except, I guess, the Breakfast Club. And I think she's done a, uh, she does a couple of other things, too. Yeah, shout out to did. Rosanna Scotto. She did her show. Yeah, I think she did Joe Rogan, too, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to see that full interview, you can check out our YouTube page. And don't forget, when we come back, positive note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And Yee, what, what you got going on tonight at the Juice Bar? Well, you know that tonight is the night that we have Wealth Wednesdays. So if you're not here, you can always watch that on my Facebook Live page and check out what's happening. But we have Angelina Darasaw. She's a career coach. She has her own company, C-Suite coach, but she's also the national uh, digital coach for Google. So she teaches people how to grow their small businesses using Google ads and all of that is really valuable information. It's helped me out a lot. So she's going to be there doing some professional career coaching for you for free. All right. So make sure you head over there tonight if you're in the New York City area. Everybody else, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man. The positive note is simply for everybody out there dealing with a tough time. Uh, Just know that everything heals. Your body heals, your heart heals, the mind heals wounds heal, your soul repairs itself, and your happiness is always going to come back, all right? Tough times don't last.